G'day mateys, this is Bushwhacker Luke, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Laugh Attack on XM Radio. Whoa! Good evening ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for some laughs, are you? Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme, we're too wild, we're too out of control, we're too full of our own shit. Or we have a chance to say, hey, fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. Get ready to try and shower the filth off. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. And Kathleen McGee. And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. Can you dig it? All right, everybody, welcome to the show. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Kathleen McGee. And our, like our announcer just said, uh, Max. I don't think we've ever actually given credit to Max. We is haven't. The, Max is yeah. our announcer, yeah. But what, do, what is his last name? Do you know? We Max. Should, Max? Uh, Max. It's, Max. It's, it's Max, Max Max? Max. Okay. Uh, this is uh, your uh, announcer and uh, local pain in the ass and uh, butt of every joke, Dave Martin. And uh, how are you doing, uh, Darren Frost? I am good. Uh, it's been a busy week in the, in the news. And also in my life, I had a viral disease and slept for 17 hours. Ew. It was pretty disgusting. And like then uh, eight? Uh, yes, uh, a 17-hour AIDS. That's well, what it was. It's a 24-hour AIDS. Yeah, I fell asleep on a beach in Africa. Something, someone did something to me, and then I'm now I'm, I'm AIDS-free. So that's <laughs> great. We're 30 seconds in, and we're already probably in trouble. Uh, and then the worst part of my weekend, I was in Kingston, Ontario. I don't mean to brag. And uh, for some reason, I didn't pack enough underwear, and it was so cold. The only place that was close to me was a dollar store. That's so, right, my I know, and that's what I was saying. If you know, you know what you can say about your career. If you're buying your underwear at dollar stores, you've seen Kathleen McGee's act. <laughs> that's very true. I have a, I have a, a joke about a doll shopping for. Pennies I actually had to wear a pair for 24 hours. It was it well, comfortable? Were they itchy? They were very itchy. <laughs> Did they dissolve after like yes. at a certain point? Do they yeah. biodegrade in front yeah. of you? Yeah. Were they actually okay. a dollar? No, they were two dollars. Yeah, liars. That's yeah. what I hate about dollar stores is because they're like everything for a dollar, and then you get in, and they're, and they're like except for anything on these shelves, and yeah. it's like three dollars. I'm like, no, 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 this is a dollar store. Oh, that's how they get you. Dollarama yeah. does it. Yeah. They suck you in with There's that. certain things they just shouldn't sell at the dollar store. It's a buck or two. When yeah. I first moved to Toronto, I had no money at all, and I bought my first <laughs> set of groceries at the dollar store. Mm. I can tell you. Um, I ate some really nasty, like, uh, peanut butter, Mr. Noodles. Yeah, like, but it wasn't Mr. Noodles. It was like Monsieur Noodles because it's not even <laughs> it was the that, real It was one. called That Guy yeah, Noodles. That Guy Noodles. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> and it wasn't Chef Boyardee. It was Chef Gary's ravioli. Like, okay. Terrible, terrible. But well, they, do they, they, I know that it, uh, people do jokes about the home pregnancy tests at the yes, dollar store. Yeah, of course. Because if they're selling those for a dollar, what does it actually cost to make it? Right. That's that's my. And do you want to base your whole the whole joke is like do you want to base your whole future on a dollar store? Like, you know, yeah. you may want to go spend twenty bucks yeah. to determine you know, your future. Pregnancy out. tests are twenty dollars. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's why it's sort of like that's. Whatever. And the day after pill is like forty bucks. I know. Isn't I'd, it? I'd rather take the day after. I'd rather take the morning no, after. No, morning, morning after morning pill. After, yeah. After, yeah. It's like forty bucks, isn't I, it? I would rather invest in the morning after pill. The uh, oh well, I would too. I'm going to invest in it right now. <laughs> the, um, but uh, that's that one, so, Can you buy stock in the morning after pill? I don't know. I'm sure so stupid. In Newfoundland, they take it the day after the guy does. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm I, I would just move. Darren's to... going to be in the cat skills this Woo! weekend. <laughs> I would just move to Slutville and just have my uh, my just my all, all the uh, all the morning after pills are just going to be yeah. pouring out. Selling hash, the, have, crystal meth, morning after pills. I've exactly. taken the morning after pill, and it's funny because the pharmacist is like, "Now this is not a form of contraception." I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah. The, know does it make you ill though? Doesn't it like upset your stomach or something and make you feel kind of? It didn't because I as have, it kills the baby I, inside you. I think you? I have a uterus of steel and I don't feel. I don't even because I cannot feel love. 
right. there's no way I can feel a human inside of me. So I right. it didn't it, really. I just went home and went to sleep. But my one friend took it and she puked for like yeah. three hours. And then there's a new TV show that I love called The L.A. Complex and Canadian the, Made. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And the very first episode, which Dave said was pretty pretty cool, I thought it was pretty cool. edgy. Yeah, the girl fucks this guy and then takes the morning after pill and then pukes all over a piano at the audition. I loved that show, The L.A. Complex. Mm. I think it was great. But, that's but you know, it's, some, it's, just it's to go show, along yeah. with what you're saying, it's funny because I was having a conversation with my wife on the weekend about even just a pill and something I didn't realize if you vomit right like if you're taking the pill every day yeah. and you vomit that lowers the, the chances oh, yeah. of the pill being active and working well your doctor tells you that when you take it if you if you vomit or you have diarrhea or anything like that right because well, if you drink and you puke like a lot of girls they go out on the weekend right young girls yeah. they drink they throw up and then they wonder why they get pregnant. That's why drunk sluts get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right. If you ever wondered why drunk sluts get pregnant, it's because they vomit too. Dave, much. are you hearing this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Loud and clear. I want you to know that. Right. <laughs> Next time you go to the bar, I want yeah. you to know that. If I see a girl push, pushing, uh, like puking in the bushes, then I'm gonna stay, stay away from away. her. That's right. Normally, it'd be the other way around. I'd yeah. be like, hey, do you need someone to take you home? <laughs> <laughs> or to or to a home? Oh, that's the creepiest dude ever. The dude that like sees the girl puking and is like, oh, can I help oh, you? Did you hear about the cop uh, this week who? got fired in America for giving a girl a ride home from a bar because she was too drunk to drive, and she blew him, and he lost his job. Why oh. did Why did she did? Why that was did a she transaction. She, was, I think that was a transaction. But did, I, the, did the cop say you got to blow me? If uh, I, I don't know, oh, you know what though? I think as a woman, don't they have like a dashboard camera? I, I want to see yeah, that it, dashboard it looks, camera. Well, it's not. He's going. Hey, let me climb up on the hood, and you blow me on the hood. <laughs> we'll get this on. Uh, Can I say that as a woman and a slut? Right. If a cop said I want to take you home, and I think it would just be the the nice thing to do would be to blow him. Because, right. The tip. But if it was a cab driver, I wouldn't blow him. No, not a cab driver, but no. a cop. Well, I, yeah. pers- I personally think that all cop cars should be part-time taxi cabs because if you see a cop driving around and there's no one in his back I seats agree. and the lights aren't going yeah. off, he's just driving around yep. waiting for shit to happen. Yep. He's got nowhere to go. Yep. It's like the detectives, the guys in the suits with the actual badges, they're the ones that go out and, and investigate the crime. Right, and for an extra cops- 50, you should be able to shoot the gun off like into the air. Well, just throw me a sidearm and I'll get into the business if uh, if like some shit's going down somewhere or I'll just hop out. I'll be closer to where I want to be if I'm waiting for a bus, cop pulls by, I'll be like, yeah, I'll get, or if I'm going to a party yeah. or something like that. Every cop wants you as backup, Dave. Well, no, I don't even need to be your backup. You're taking just, all the I'll information just... down, phone yeah, numbers, yeah. calling the girls the next day. Are you okay or do you need help? Do you need a ride somewhere? Because I got a little deal. You blow me, I'll take it to the I mall. think she looks like a prostitute. Can we pick her up? Yeah. Well, I, and it, was, it was in 2011. I was, I was, I was, uh, it was late December and I was on my way home. I was completely hammered. And there was a car that drove right into a, uh, a telephone pole and the front of it caught on fire. And then uh, there was already like two other guys guys there calling 911 and I stood there for a while and then I just I, I wandered off because I was like because you were a third in line to get sucked if you helped that person no, out no I thought I thought somehow oh man the cops are going to talk to me oh, and I'm okay. going to be all loaded and I'm not going to know what's going on they're going to be like hey you know you let me search you too and you I, know what I a lot of people of don't know is if you witness a crime or an accident it will you're you're screwed for a while because then you'll get subpoenaed and you got to go to court and oh, it's a fuck. it's a pain in the ass because I I was on a jury once and these people had to keep getting called back and they they had to take the time off work and they had to do this just because they witnessed a stabbing and I'm like oh my god so I if I witness anything I run that's all well, I, I witnessed just a basic car accident on the highway and yeah. I was there with my family in the heat for four hours yeah you, you can't leave it's like I gotta take my kids to East Side Mario's can we fucking quicken this up my a little my kids want Italian wedding soup yeah. Jesus come on I don't care about a little fucking Honda car eat, and all you can eat warm bread with right. butter uh, something else in the, in the news this week, uh, Kim Jong-il, if you did not cry enough at his funeral, they're sending you to work camps for six months in North Korea. But what is a work camp in North Korea? Uh, just Monday. <laughs> no, exactly. How, how different is that from your regular brown suited right. day? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my they God. said if you didn't cry enough or have uh, genuine tears... Uh, I guess they didn't count tears of laughter, that you're being sent six months in a labor camp. How do they know this? Did they videotape everybody? Uh, the paper cited an unnamed source, a South Korea-based newspaper. So they're just they're going on lies now. That's what North Korea is probably saying. Uh, unnamed source. I, I get all my uh, I'll, I get all my news from unnamed sources. How hard is it to leave North Korea? Like if you live there and you're like, "Fuck this," it's, I, I, I don't think you, I don't think "fuck this" is in their vocabulary. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think you can leave. I don't I think that you really? were just, yeah, I think you're kept there. That's sick. I don't know. I should, we should look into that, but uh, what if you, it's not good. What if you can't cry? 
What if you just you have what emotions? Just, so it's just so weird to me. Like you show up, you just don't have that emotion, and you got to fake it. It's just weird. What if you don't show up to the funeral? Then you'd be. In you know, that's automatic. That's people who didn't show up to the funeral are automatically sent to the work camp for six months. What? What if they had shit to do? Well, you don't I, have shit to do in North I Korea. Know. I don't think you have shit to do. No, I think there's, there's no cooking, there's no cleaning, there's no nothing. I think oh the death God. of Kim Jong Il is the biggest shit that's gone on there for a while. Didn't you see Team America? Come yeah, on, exactly. Oh we all know what happened. That was, that was a America. documentary in my in my <laughs> eyes. Yeah. I'm so ruinery. Uh, and another big story is uh, this weekend. Um, well, this weekend we had the the, Glo- the Golden Globe Awards, of course, and uh, Ricky Gervais returned after last year. Everyone being all upset with what he said, and oh, the jokes hurt my feelings. And he spent the last year. You know, denying he was going to apologize and saying he's going to be coming back harder than ever. And he finally came back. And many people now criticizing, thinking he was too soft. Did anyone watch it? I we, I didn't see the beginning of it, but I have a. Uh, I just think it's like you're damned if you're, you you do, and you're damned if you don't. Oh, if for he sure. had gone too hard, they would have been whining because right. he was too hard. But he went too soft. So they're like, oh, isn't this funny? George Clooney was funnier with his golf dick joke. I'm like, no, that wasn't a funny joke. That what was, was his golf dick joke? He's, he was talking about, an, he's like, oh, I love working with all these young actors that I get to work with. Um, so I don't even know who it was. He's like, so and so did my full frontal nude scenes for me. And he goes, that when that guy golfs, he can golf with his hands around his back. And it's just like, oh, fuck okay, off. And then, and then now magazine tweeted that Ricky Gervais is it, uh, wasn't very funny, but um, uh, but but George Clooney was hilarious, and I'm like, he's learning from George Clooney. I'm like, no, he's not. George Clooney is not a stand-up comedian. Right. His his lines are written for him. He just looks good, and he's an actor. So to stop saying, oh, I was annoyed by that. Well, you know, I thought I watched the, the monologue. I thought he had some pretty good jokes. I don't think didn't think it was amazing, but I thought it was good enough. Uh, was it as good as the problem is for the last like month they've been like the devil's coming, the devil's coming, the devil's coming, yeah. and it was like a weenie roast. It wasn't really a fire. You well, know? So, I get it. Yeah, I mean it was so unexpected last time too. It was just yeah. like you know no one was expecting that him to be that vicious and that honest with some of the right. jokes. So you, you know, I mean unless he was going to come out and be so over the top, and and he's not. I mean they were just uh, they were I thought they were decent jokes, but uh, yeah, you know you're. Um, I don't think they were as as punchy as they were last year, it but was, you you just couldn't you can't live up to that kind of hype. It was still better than Anne Hathaway and what's his face. At the oh, Oscars. and and what's her cunt Madonna saying that thing about Ricky Gervais being like, oh, if I'm still like a virgin, what was the? Then why don't you come out here and kiss me? I yeah. haven't or, kissed a girl in a long time. I thought that was a good joke. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was all right. Her arms were the joke. That's a, that woman's arms are frightening. I know oh. I've got. Anytime you call a guy arms. a girl on TV, I thought that was all right. That was fair. Oh yeah, no, no, it, it, it's fair. I it was just a. Uh, it's not know, like Madonna's was... cutting edge, and for some reason Elton John's mad at her, and I don't know why. So yeah, well, uh, I don't know what that story is. It's not Elton John, but the husband, the husband. made fun of her acceptance speech. Her so... arms look like. Remember Jeff Goldblum from The Fly? You know those when the fucking spider flies came. Anyway, sorry, they, they, she looked fucked up. Yeah, one other thing I want to get into, and then we're gonna we're gonna have a talk about who our guest is this week. Is that while accepting the Critics Choice Award for Best Comedy Film, the producer uh, Judge Apatow slammed Jerry Lewis for a sexist remark. That the legendary comedian once made, and I'm quoting all this because I don't want to get it wrong because we're going to argue about it for half an hour probably. Uh, Jerry Lewis once said that he didn't find women uh, were funny. So I'd like to say with all respect, fuck you. He exclaimed at the end of the speech to cheers from the audience. I watched it. Some people cheered. Some people were kind of like shocked. Um, And this is all coming back from Lewis made comments in 1998. And I want to make sure we all get this right because people have a lot of revisionist history about what Jerry Lewis said. I don't agree with it, but I I want to make sure I'm clear on it. At the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival, he told an audience that I don't like any woman comedians and a woman doing comedy doesn't offend me but sets me back a bit. I, as a viewer, have trouble with it. I think of her as a producing machine that brings babies in the world. Okay, I don't like that. Well, of course, of course, but that's, that's probably his, the more offensive part. But of course, but that's his perspective. He's old school. I'm not agreeing with it, but he has the right to say that. That's oh, what he feels. Yeah, he sure. has the right to say that. Right, yeah. that's true. But I, then people have the right to say you're an old fuck. <laughs> right, right. And right. all of his movies must have been written right. by women then. Cause... But he, he never he didn't say that all women comedians aren't funny. He just said they're not funny to him because he's old yeah. school and he views women one way. And I know we're going to talk about this with uh, with our with guest our guest today. Scott Thompson, yeah, who was like freaking out in the, in the <laughs> lobby. This. But you did which mention was great. there's a, a a comedian in Toronto named Rebecca Kohler, yes, a female comedian. She posted posted this and she had a really good point that Judd Apatow 
was up there as a man by himself. Didn't bring up any of the female. There was like four or five other dudes that were producers or people on the movie. But not even dudes. Like, he didn't bring up any of the female cast members. That's what I'm talking about. I don't give a fuck about the dude producers. I'm talking about if you're going to make a statement about fuck you, you can't say women aren't funny. Don't be the don't be just one dick on a stage. Well, right? maybe those girls weren't told by a man to get on stage. Oh, Darren. <laughs> maybe they weren't. You know, they're waiting for someone to say, "Oh, me, I get up now." Thank you, sir. Hey, there's a mop. You missed a spot yeah. earlier before we. Uh, yeah. before Can we bring came the, the in, one yeah. black actress with us? No, she stays at the back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus! Uh, she stays on. at the back. Yeah. Was no? there? Oh no, I was like, was there a black girl in Bridesmaids? And I'm with Maya Rudolph. Like, yeah. Uh, blackish. Yeah. She's black. She's not super black. She's not like. <laughs> what do you mean she's not super? She's black. not super black. Like, super uh, black. she wears a cape she's and not she like fights crime. Wesley Snipes. Do you think Halle Berry's super black? No, because she's half. She's half, half black. Yeah. But this has gotten super basis. black. That's weird. That's just a cape <laughs> and fighting crime. Well, let me think of a hot super black. All right, we'll get back to you. I'll... Hot super Dave. Oh my Sydney God. Poitier. As long as you don't I love start doing your voice, that's no. all I care about. All right, well, we got to go to a break this week on the show. Uh, Scott Thompson is coming into uh, our show to talk, and we're going to probably argue about what we just talked about—the Judge Apatow thing and a bunch of other things. He was very heated. It was great to see, and that's the whole point of our show: is to get people angry and talk honestly about what they feel. So, up next, Scott Thompson, everyone. There are some people who could bring world peace if they weren't so busy hating everyone. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Hey, this is Christian Potenza, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Laugh Attack, XM Radio. <laughs> Wipe off your face. We're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Okay, we're back from the break. And joining us in studio, actor, comedian, performer, he's done it all. Scott Thompson is with us today. Hello there. Yay! Yay. I love when Scott Thompson is here. <laughs> Me too. A return, a return appearance. I was in Florida the last time, so I'm oh, really that's looking right. forward to this. Here. Yeah, yeah, I was with my kids doing the family thing. Exactly. Oh. And we were talking about uh, the whole Judd Apatow thing, and then uh, before we even started the show, we were right. talking about it. We all got heated about it, and oh, we, we, it was great. So yeah. here's your chance. Go yeah, ahead. but you already, you already sort of like bled me before I came into the studio. I know. Yeah, we hope we didn't run you out of steam. Yeah. yeah. Like well, can yeah. you say like you have to sort of push my buttons again? Basically, what you were saying is that um, that it, women aren't funny. I never said that. No, he never said <laughs> women aren't funny. But you did. You did. I, say I that, talked about it uh, from a scientific point of view. Yeah. Right. I thought that Judge 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 I know I started this Judge Judge Apatow's comment was a lame was a low blow yeah right because I think it was sort of like when Michael Moore attacked Charlton Heston yes yep yep what was which movie was that was Fahrenheit four five one or Bowling for Columbine Bowling for Columbine with old people like that you should just leave them alone right and you know unless they're Hitler unless they're actually actively murdering people or doing experiments actively murdering people but I think. You know, for a guy like like Jerry Lewis, who's a, a comedy legend, regardless of what what you think about his work yeah. or not, he is a genuine legend. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a kind of a cheap blow. I thought, wow, you're really out in a limb. Right. It's like, what are you gonna do next? Come out against slavery? I think it's it like, was. You it's, know, it just it didn't seem like very risky. But I think it's like I think it's like uh, what is it trendy right now to say that women are funny? It's trendy to say it. It is like like Catherine O'Hara wasn't funny. Like Gilda Radner yeah. wasn't funny. Like these women that came before us didn't. Quite hit it, and then suddenly Kristen Wiig comes along and writes it. And I'm a woman. I know it's weird. And I saw Baby Mama, and it was awful. (laughs) So. But no, I I I I agree with some of the things you say. I don't agree with everything no, like, you say. But it is true. Like I I resent the fact that bride. It's true. Like bridesmaids has all of a sudden proved that women women have been proving that they were funny every generation. Yeah. They have to right. Re, I hate when people say themselves. that. Yeah. Yes. But and I just didn't think. I just don't think bridesmaids a masterpiece, honestly. But you know what it is, and I've most men that I talk to are like, ah, I don't really get it, but. All women that I talk to are like, I totally get it because it is. 
a hundred percent a girl thing. Like that that movie. No, no, no. I don't guys, agree with you. Guys no. don't no, totally don't relate to that. You. No, I, no, you're wrong. Really? I, I, I disagree with you, Kathleen. I, I I think it's a very funny movie. Yeah. I just think that I, I don't think the movie holds together. It was a long. I don't long think the story holds together. I think right. the love story was kind of. Oh, weak. that was ridiculous. That's what I, fucked I, it up I for just me. Did. That whole that shit love story was like Stupid. these are funny chicks like being together. You yeah. do not need that love story that was so predictable. The moment that that cop yeah, pulled Christian Wiig over, I was just like, okay, this guy's going to show up three or four more times, and then at the end of the movie that she's going to be with him. You didn't need that. That was the cliche bullshit that I didn't like about the movie, but yeah. I, I loved the, who the the Mike and Molly chick, and then Kirsten yeah, Wiig, and all these... Uh, it was very cliche. I will say it was very cliche. It was just as cliche as the Sex and the City movies. The, that's, that movie... But those pissed. movies aren't funny. They're, they're trying to be funny for but women. But they're not hilarious. No, they're not. I never no. said they were, but I mean, like, even the Sex and the City movie pissed me off on how Carrie, at the end of the movie, had to get together with Big. I'm like... Why couldn't she just stay single? Why couldn't that? Why is staying single such a horrible thing for women? Because probably well, the people Kathy, that are... you and I, as single people, know it is. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we we can say all we like, Kathleen. I just want someone to hold me. You know, you. I when I came in, you were crying in a corner, <laughs> eating ice cream out of a bucket. Yeah. Exactly. Now, but you before before we even started the show, we were talking. You made a very uh, loud point about. I did. Um, Women in comedy, we, but but just the idea that men do comedy to get laid, yes, I, I, and I, and yeah. I I want that point out there because yes. it's a very yes. interesting okay. point. My my thinking my thing about comedy is it's generally comedy is I, I believe the impulse to do comedy is a masculine impulse. Yes. I don't think that has to do with gender or anything, but I think the impulse to make people laugh is a masculine thing, regardless of whether you have XY chromosomes or XX chromosomes or even something in between. Well, I think I think men are constantly trying to climb a status ladder, and if it's if you can be the funniest guy in the room or the smartest guy or the richest guy or the fastest or the, fastest or strongest. Or the strongest. See, this is why I think that's right, because men... Um, they're not attracted to a funny girl. They're That's attracted I mean. to tits and ass and a hot body. Women are usually attracted to, uh, when you ask most women, sense of humor is the, one of the number one things they're attracted right. to. So a guy has to develop this really cool, right. fun guy personality and he'll get laid more. A girl needs to exercise and not eat and vomit yes. and guys will hit on her more. And I understand, and I know Dave's going to come in and say, no, I like bigger well, no, girls no, too. No, well, no. But, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. But, but or then it he's is, cut out the vomiting part. It is the norm <laughs> of society. Bring it on. Yeah. Guys don't look at a girl and think, God, no, she's going to have a great personality. I want to fuck that personality. No, they go, I want to titty fuck her gigantic tits. Well, okay. Correct. You can't and argue that. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not about to. I'm, it's a losing argument. But that's the way society is. But also, uh, like, yes, a guy can build up uh, a, a wacky, funny personality if he's not the fastest uh, or strongest or richest right. or this thing. It's like a guy needs to like be the best at one of those things where yeah. it's funny. But I mean, uh, you know, a, a guy who's like the strongest football player in the high school, he'll still get laid no matter how dumb or how funny so he, he is. So he generally won't develop his sense of humor. No, he doesn't have yeah. to. He no. knows that he's going to get laid or and, uh, you know, he blows out a, a knee, then he works in his dad's paint shop for the rest of his life. But <laughs> it, it's like that shit of just like guys always have to be the number one at something in their own heads. And and, and funny is is one of them Absolutely. too. Absolutely, to me, yeah. I, I think so. Women like in order, you know, we're, we're supposed we're to be pretty. That's what we're supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, we're all trying to get laid. We're, I mean, that's really what's the basis of everything. Yeah. We're all trying to mate. Yeah. And so when women are really so as a sex, generally the female sex does not produce as many hilarious peop, uh, people as the male sex. Well, we're not encouraged. That, that does not. Yeah. That's so. I'm just gonna say straight, flat out. That's what I believe. But girls I also believe that that it's also hormonal. Yeah. That when you are filled with testosterone, you are more apt to do comedy because comedy's a, a physical, violent thing. It's like it's all the language of comedy is like I killed, I slayed. Yeah, those are not female yeah. words, and it does attract and, alpha males. There's no is. doubt about it. it. Absolutely, yes. and, yeah. and and the microphone is a cock, and all. Whoa, great, okay, all, no, no, yes, <laughs> no, yes, yes, no. Yes, it looks like a yes, big dick. No. Yes. Next, you're going to say yes. I want to play inside my mom's vagina, and this interview is over. Well, of course <laughs> you do. Of course you. <laughs> but do. did you? All people want to fuck their parents. Did I mean, you? Everyone. Both of them. I'll handle one, but my dad. So, uh, so when, when Darren's dad's hot. Okay, here's the thing: as a gay man, I, I'm a gay man. You got to see Darren's I, dad. I would probably like his dad. <laughs> I, 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 he'd probably think I was funny. Yeah. Uh, I just think that, like, gay men. I don't. 
like I didn't get into comedy to get laid because it's stupid because gay men aren't going to be attracted to me for being funny because they want to be funny. Yeah. Because they're guys. But women, after every show I do, there's always women that I know. Uh, I just have to just go. Oh, you can get a blowjob from any girl. I know that. Yeah. So I just. What's that like? (laughs) <laughs> you, you know it's true too. so I think it's, I know I well. so when I see Judd, Judd, Judge Apatow do that I go yeah but I've been in comedy a long time and I've never men there's one thing they say to each other male comedians and then the, what they say the truth there was another article that brought up women it was recently in the New York Times and it was about Eddie Brill did you read that no Eddie, it, it basically talked about Eddie Brill, who is the booker for Letterman. Letterman. Yes. And there was recently, I, I think, a book or a documentary called Dying to Be on Letterman or, or something. And I guess that's why they interviewed him. But um, two comics, Anthony Jeselnik and Amy Schumer, both were, were quoted in the article. And Anthony, Anthony Jeselnik said, well, he, you know, he goes to these festivals and he does these um seminars and he gets money for them and that's how he gets the festivals and he's using the letterman so that was his thing but then amy schumer said and they never have females on letterman and then i think i wish i had the article in front of me because i don't want to misquote eddie but it said something like um oh, frick i wish i could remember the exact quote because it was really good but i can't was, remember the last female that was on letterman uh well there Carol, was only one last year. carol leifer maybe but well, there yeah, was only one last year yeah. but i think it's something as he's like women Women have to – oh, these days women have to try and act gross like men in order to get attention. And and that was the whole – his Well, I think the there article. is some truth to that. Like in Bridesmaids, for me, the best parts of Bridesmaids yeah. are, uh, are when, when it's female behavior. Yeah. Like that, that scene when, when the friend is upping, when upping the friend, when they're making those speeches about yeah. how cl- close they That's were to the friend. Hilarious. That's a, just a yeah. brilliant, brilliant, yep. brilliant yeah. scene. Yeah. And beautifully played by the actresses. Now, I don't – I honestly I, – I would go out on a limb and I would say that that scene where Melissa, Melissa McCarthy shits into a scene. Yeah. was not written by them. I just don't think. I really don't. And Kathleen and was saying that girls are a lot of maybe gross so. Out of humor like Maya Rudolph shitting in the in in the it middle of the street to me was the low point of the movie. It has I, changed I thought though. It was ridiculous. Well, the, I think that I the, don't like the, it with anyone. If it was man did, I wouldn't like. Yeah, it. I think it was. They tried to make it look like oh, girls can be gross too, and I think that's what they're trying to do. And but they rewrote it. Oh, oh like, yeah. Judd rewrote it to have a pooping scene. That's maybe that's so on the, boys the record. Would... But why they, would they, they rewrite? We white. Why would they do that again? Because... Do you think more guys would come? Oh, I hear yes. girls shit in the street, so I want to see that. Well, yeah, Germans maybe. <laughs> no, I, I, Weird yeah. fetish videos that, yeah. but, but that come are, out of Germany. But, but there are male comics that used to follow me and another comedian, uh, Christina Wakacha, on Twitter, and they stopped following us because we talked about diarrhea and farts on our Twitter feeds, and they were like, "It's gross. I don't want to follow you anymore." Well, there you go. Well, well then, then that, that I think it's it's it, I think it's 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 wrong thinking too that they would do that i really wish i could remember we'll have to look it up and see what Eddie yeah, but letterman's old uh, uh female but, head writer was a female yeah, yeah, meryl marco yeah. and it doesn't marco. matter and like but letterman has never had edgy comedians really on like it's always been network sort of you but have that, to being have being a female doesn't mean you're necessarily no and oh, but it was uh, amy schumer and anthony jeselnik in there uh, oh, and they okay. were arguing you know we'll we'll never get on I and see. anthony is very funny but it doesn't necessarily mean he he's a Letterman comic. Maybe no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, I find Anthony very funny. But is he a Letterman comic? He uh, Letterman has openly come out. He doesn't like when you kind of really go too far on one group. Yeah, they but, argue, and he had, he does do that. So. He has yeah. had Jim Norton on though too, who's known. But Jim for, Norton did true. a super yeah. clean very, set, very super clean, down, yeah. super wow, I clean. I can't imagine. Jim and Norton also a lot of Jim, a lot of Jim yeah. Norton stuff is how he's fucked up, yes. and he goes to prostitutes. He doesn't go and I'm fucking this handicapped guy. Fuck the handicap. Caps, you know, he doesn't do that shit. So it's that's the thing about Letterman. He doesn't like it when you make fun of groups or people, and a lot of edgy comedy goes there now. So you're not going to see many on Letterman. I think there's definitely a lot more forums uh, these days for women to be funny, though. Like with the amount of TV shows there are now, and, and uh, now that that one show are, got canceled. Are is, those are those are actresses. That's not the same as yeah. I, I guess it's not the same as stand-ups. I, I really, but, no, yeah, I think stand-up is a completely different. They just canceled that show. Work it after two episodes. But Chelsea, what? Chelsea oh, but just yeah. Chelsea lately just got a sitcom. Yeah, yeah. that started, but and she, but I mean, but that new the new girl, which is a great. A great new show. It's actually really funny. But Zoe Deschanel's in it. She's just an actress. They're not right. utilizing. She's no, she's no comedian. Female. No. no, she's not a stand-up comedian. She's not anything like that. And uh, you know what bugs me is, and this has been, I've seen this a lot around the Toronto scene. They've been saying a lot of people are like, enough of the all-women shows, enough. And I 
I agree. Me I know too. some people might get mad at me for saying that, but there's nothing that I can't stand worse than like, we're doing an all girls show. We want you to be part of it. I'm like, oh, so it's just going to be all girls, the same premises over and over again, kind of like not exactly. But I always feel also insulted when they're like, well, you can be on the girl show. And I'm like, well, but I'm funnier than some of the boys on the boys show. Why yeah. can't I be on the boys show, too? No, no, no. We're going to put you on the girl show and it's kind of like but i mean that's also you know i look at certain comics or comedians whatever you want to call yourself and some of them i think as <laughs> you said as, comedians i know but i'm saying Don't there's, say there's comedians comedian well, yeah that's gross but uh i some comics i don't look as female like when i think of jen grant i think of a comic i don't think of her as a, a female comic when you, I, is that because you're not physically attracted to her no no but the same thing with kathleen when i talk about kathleen i'm gonna go oh, female comic attracted to kathleen yes <laughs> Everyone is. How could you not be? Every man is sickly. Even though I'm chunky and stuff, I'm fucking hot. All right. Like, I got nice boobs. Next next time. You have a beautiful face. You have a beautiful... Your face has got a perfect shape. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, another, another thing I wanted to bring I'm up, we'll, 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 we'll get off, we'll probably come back to this eventually. <laughs> I feel but so you just did a very, uh, I don't want to say controversial interview, but an interview about bullying. Oh, yeah, and I did. I, I did want to talk a bit about this because sure. we've talked about bullying in the past on yeah. the show, and all three of us have been bullied in our, our own past. Yeah. And so I don't want to misquote you or misquote yeah. the article. You feel what about gay youth um, in terms of bullying? Oh, uh, this is a hard one because this is, this is something I've been thinking about an awful lot, and I don't want to yeah. get into trouble. Okay. Because uh, I had a very rough childhood, and I was bullied ruthlessly and sure. viciously. And uh, I, I, my heart breaks for these kids. And yep. uh, that being said, this is always when the person <laughs> always says, now what, I'm gonna re- what I really mean is, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that um, – you you can't eliminate uh, all bullying. Right. Sure. Uh, I think that there is a certain amount of bullying that goes that will always go on in childhood, and that we should leave that alone. I think that when bullying goes past a certain, when it goes past a certain, uh, I don't know, a wall of some sort, when it becomes like really violent or whatever, uh, then it should be stopped. Uh, I'm not really familiar with the cyberbullying, although I can't imagine that it's worse than actual bullying. No, I can't either. In fact, I think it's nonsense to say, but yeah, but you weren't cyberbullied. I'm like, yeah, we had it worse. <laughs> they did it to my face with boots. And yeah. I did so not try te- not to cry yeah, in front like, of these like, people. Don't tell me that a message is, is worse than a boot to the head or a bucket of piss poured through your window when you're in camp. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just don't buy that. I, so I, I think that... Part of the problem is, I think, I hate seeing gay men constantly looked upon as victims. That's what really gets to me. As if it will never change that we're the eternal victim, that the, we are the world's whipping boy. And there's a lot of truth to that. Because you kind of want to be whipped. I think that, well, I mean, that's different. What I do in bed is different. Yeah. And of course I've eroticized my childhood. <laughs> I mean, I, I, honestly, I mean, go see, I mean, I know what Freud is. I, he's right. Yeah. Uh, naturally. <laughs> naturally, I want to fuck the boys that brutalized me when I was young. Sure. And I know that I'm just being honest. That's the truth. Yep. So, of course, I have a lot of hazing video porn. Yes. <laughs> yes, those things are all true. Well, but that being said, I, I also think that, you know, you know, I think. Did you did you say grow a pair? Did you actually say I, that? Yes, I did. Okay. But that's part of a long, long interview. Right. I took that out to make me look like like an uncaring hardened but kid- old fag who's like, well, I had it rough, so you kids <laughs> right, can take a right. boot to their head. And that's not my point. My point is I think that this generation of child of children <laughs> are yeah. too coddled. Yes. Right, and right. that we, have, we are raising a generation of indigo children, orchids, yes. these, these yeah. homeschooled yeah. precious, precious children yeah. yep. that, can't, that, that should have absolutely nothing happen to them. They must be carried around, wrapped in gauze. And yeah, the bubble be, wrapping. In a a bubble wrap, and no one should ever say boo to them. And I think these parents are doing them a disservice. And that I think that raising your child that way is just as bad as the way I was raised, which was with fists. Yeah, I was. And uh, I think it's just another form of abuse. I'm going to name my first son the N word. That's what I'm going to do. But I think, uh, I mean, uh, whether it's uh, racism or uh, homophobia or bullying, just it comes out of uh, insecurity. So it's like when people say we got to stop bullying, that's like saying. You well, know, we got to stop insecurity because, I mean, yeah. there's always if you hate someone else, it's because that you fear because I always think that like that a lot of like, uh, 
you know, there's always a lot of like gay bashing comes from guys that are almost sort of like, Naturally. how, oh fuck, how can God, that guy be so or, happy and, or, and handsome and what's he got between his legs and I wouldn't mind I wanna, if it was in my, oh I, God, I'm going to hit you. I just want to kiss his penis. What's but the also, matter? I, I totally, you, your point true. is amazing because it is like. Where are kids going to learn these skills to w- when they get become adults exactly. and get bullied right. in the you, adult you, yeah. world? Yes, you because can. when I, I when I was you have a kid, to learn those skills. you still it, get bullied. You get bullied just as much in the adult world. In the adult world, in the adult world, as you do as children. You know what's truth about no what, what you were saying? All this bullying, gays. In many ways, it's a civil war. Yeah, yeah. it's gay on gay. Right, that is the truth. Yeah. overwhelmingly that guy who's doing it has issues of his own. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's true. We were t- like, you don't make diamonds. If other, if we don't, if children don't have any pressure, they'll just be coal. If, and you have to have a little bit of pressure. My thing is, you're an eight-year-old boy and you want to go to school in a dress, fine. Yeah. But you better be prepared to, to defend get... that dress. Right, right. Right? Yeah. right? If you want to wear that hat, then be prepared to defend the hat. Yeah. Right. And don't exactly. have your and parents, mother don't, hold your hand And the, the parents way. should get the hell out. Like, why are parents so involved in their kids' lives, like there's that Girl Scout, that little boy that wants to join the Girl Scouts, yeah. and I, I watch the mother, and it's all about her. Yeah, it's not it's, about him. She wants to be a star. She's like, I don't have just a normal fag child. I've got a transgender child. Yeah. Aren't I special? Yeah. Right. No, back the fuck off. But it is true, and it's not even just gay. When I went to school, I was teased mercilessly, especially like my grade seven. Every day I went home crying because I was called fat and like all the all the boys called me fat. But you know what happened? I developed a sense of humor and I started to fight back with like, yeah, I am fat. And then I'd tell a fat joke about myself and then they would start laughing at me and then they'd be like, okay, well, this doesn't affect her. So we don't have to do this anymore. It's called a skill that you develop. And if you make everybody so if you put a kid, if you raise a kid in a room full of pillows, that kid is going to the second it's out of the room full of pillows is going to break its head open on a piece of concrete. I I agree. But but the only thing is, and the reason I brought this up, I'll get to that, is I think that we still have to do something about the bullying. Yes. And if you do read that whole article, Scott, you do talk a lot about that. I do. But but what I find very interesting is when I Google that article because I need to find it, the response was it seemed like all you said was grow a pair and that's it. You know what I mean? To yeah, a lot of people, misquoting yeah. media does that all the time. Right, and and we live in that world where it's like a you know a Twitter world. We need 140 characters. What does Scott Thompson say in that article? He said, "Grow." Well, a and pair. the truth is, you know, like, and it's all about suicide. Well, you know what? It's like th- you're going to lose a few. Right. That's happened in the 70s. It's a war. Happened and, in the and 80s. When I was a kid, let me tell you, one in three gay men were killing themselves. It was wow. much worse when I yeah. was a child. And these kids today, they do have it so much better, and they can. And, and I, I'm. I'm I'm thrilled for them. Yeah, but it's it, I think the truth is it's the parents they don't want those children to suffer at all, and you can't make a normal right. without breaking a few eggs. It's I think true. I think maybe the term better is 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 a good term than easier because everyone has mean? their like, own it play. Gets better is that what you no, mean? but what I'm saying is they they have it better. They have more options. Oh, uh, some of the cult the, the culture is more accepting of it. Oh my god! But that doesn't mean it's, it's easier a... for them because their own path is their own path. I think. Well, you know what? Well, it does mean that it's easier. Do you think so? Yes, I do. Well, <laughs> absolutely. That's like saying that it isn't easier for black people now than it was a hundred years ago. Of course, it is. Yeah. Well, I think there was a. I mean, of course, everybody's got an individual okay. journey, but well, I... Saturday Saturday Night Live addressed this with like a really really funny sketch uh, on this on Saturday with Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe is that the guy yep. from Harry Potter? Yep. Yeah, they they did a sketch. It was probably one of the only funny things on that episode, but it was so funny because it was called "You Can Do Anything" and it was a talk show hosted by these two people, and they brought on all these kids. Who, this guy, this guy's like, "Well, I'm a juggler," and they're like, "Have you juggled before?" And they're like, "No." But you're a superstar. Yeah. Or this guy comes on and he's like, "Well, I'm no, I'm what's known as Twitter famous," and they're like, "And what does that mean? Not famous at all." But all these, they're you know, everybody's a star today, and everybody's a star today, yeah. and that's what's going to happen. Is everybody thinks that they're famous, like, because, like Lady Gaga. Yes. She's little monsters. I mean, she she says it as a great thing but honestly I think of it as an awful thing like you're all fabulous you're all stars no you're not yeah. right no we can't all be stars no no, no. just the three of us <laughs> and Darren we can't see you we Darren can't... where are you Darren, but, Darren's like the, the voice of God uh, yeah. but I'm were... in the sewer below well now we don't We I, I don't think we even have very much time left but I, I wanted to talk to you about the, the Paris Hilton too uh, what, what? no not Paris Paris, Paris, Paris. Paris Hilton he 
attacked me. Oh, did he really? For that, for that girl pair comment on his blog. Yes, he did. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he did. No, okay. And uh, he's a bully. That's what's hilarious. That's, he, I, is I, I'm bully. Bully. he is a bully. He is a bully. I don't draw cum on actresses' faces yeah. or yeah. coke coming out of yeah. their nose. Yeah. Seriously, I've always thought that he was a fucking bully and such a fucking low life. Uh, there's always loads to talk about whenever you come in here. Um, and I was going to make a really cheap joke about saying the word load, but <laughs> I won't. Did. I just it's did. It's funny that you said that because when you guys came to pick me up, I got to be honest here. Did you notice that I had a little black bag? What did you have in there? You, you knew Not. that that was a porn bag. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, was it a porn bag? bag? Yeah, no. you couldn't tell. That it was that classic. Well, dark I was going to ask you. I thought you just went like grocery shopping. It was a porn run. Oh, what did you get? Well, it had loads in the title. I just oh, that's okay. what made me think. Of it. <laughs> Dave always knows. Yeah, did you, if porn comes anywhere near him from 12 feet radius, he picks it up. You know, the, uh, <laughs> no, Kath, Kathleen, uh, uh, <laughs> porn Kathleen, radar. Kathleen emailed me a photo of uh, oh. uh, some actor named Dave. I don't, actor, I don't know. He's sucking, sucking a cock on, in a porn film. He's an actor. Yeah. Well, he acted like he loved cock, but I didn't see it. But I just saw. It's like she, yeah, she. Or I have that photo somewhere too. But, but it, but it was just a. Uh, uh, are you gonna see? He's no. not very cute. He looks kind of like Dan Guy. Yeah, oh, yes. my God. Yeah, he looks oh, like I'd Dan. rather see the real Dave Martin sucking a cock. With this Dave, beard and everything? My cum-catching beard? Why don't no, after this... All those milk beards. Oh after my this interview, for porn is when we'll go back to your porn. place. I'll look through the Madonna sex book and Dave will suck your cock. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> milk beard. I'll I didn't have to suck his cock for him to get him in another room. Uh, was, Scott, is there anything, uh, if people want to find you, is there anything, last things that you'd like to plug oh, I, before we have to go? I've said, I don't want anyone to find me. <laughs> <laughs> they can look up your fruit blog, which is hilarious. Fruit I love blog, the fruit blog. And the fruit blog is a, very funny. I have a podcast, uh, which and I you do are very irregularly. Scott, I Twittered last night. I, I, the la- <laughs> I said the stupidest things last night. Did you not think that Michelle Williams looked a little bit like a sea monkey? Did you notice that? Yeah, a little go bit. Go back and look. Yeah, she, yeah, like she did. She looked, she looked like she was trying to do that Mia Farrow hair from yeah, uh, Rosemary's did. Baby. Yeah, she did. But yeah, uh, now, now Scott, See, we, yes, we uh, we need to get on the run. But it, it okay. is absolutely fabulous to have you uh, in uh, you one guys. more time. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I you're my favorite. Don't tell anyone else. You're my favorite. You are Aww. a favorite. Guest. Am I really? Yes, did you I, are. I, and I didn't. I didn't commit career suicide here. Oh God, no! No, 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 damn it! No, we're here on a Monday night. Who's listening? Exactly. Was this live? Did this just going out right now? No, no, we to tape. No, we yeah we we get we, we get played on Wednesday and then five more times oh, during okay. the week. So. Yeah, well, five thanks, more guys. times during the week. But but uh, people can find you on on Twitter, on the internet, yeah. on Facebook, uh, on the on the web. You have a, yeah. do you have a website? Is it Scott? I have I, I do have a website, but it's down right now. So oh, okay, I'm not all talk right. About it. <laughs> it hurts. Just look up the fruit blog. Seriously, fruit blog is my favorite. It's the thing. best. It's hilarious. Okay, thank you very much, Scott Thompson. Thank you. Yay. Sometimes joy is a four-letter word. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Anything Goes with these cats. Am I fucking this up? (laughs) Hi, you're listening to... Oh, crap, I forgot myself. Um... Hi, this is Christina Walkinshaw, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Kathleen and Dave on XM Lap Attack. Yeah, call me. Smoother than a stripper's area. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Okay, we're back from the break, and for a first time on Anything Goes, our guest was so great during the interview, we said, fuck it, let's bring him in for the end segment as well. Scott Thompson is still here, here. And still we said, angry. Fuck him. Okay, and <laughs> I had him. no ride home. That's right, <laughs> and we're giving him a ride home. Uh, this week, uh, Now Magazine, which is Toronto's arts oh. newspaper, which I'm saying a little bit of a smile on my face, newspaper, um, every city in North America generally has a left-leaning kind of arts paper, a weekly entertainment paper, yes. and this week on Now Magazine, on the cover is uh, Meryl Streep. A pushing, well-known Torontonian. Well-known yes. Torontonian yeah. pushing uh, the Iron she, she Lady movie. She did an amazing set last night at an open mic. Yep. Yes. Oh she my god. So yeah. good. Yeah. And a little known fact, uh, Iron Lady was filmed in Toronto oh, at uh, Casa yeah. Loma. It right. was filmed all at Casa, Casa Loma. Loma. Yeah. 
Uh, and there was a comic that wrote in because I did their year-end wrap-up of the uh, the Ron comedy Sparks. scene. Yes. Ron Sparks. And he wrote an article, and he was upset with uh, some of the entries on it and the coverage that now magazine has been doing for stand-up comedy and all comedy, really, over the last 10 years has diminished Since greatly. Since the beginning. Since the beginning. Now, this was very interesting. I never knew. You guys, kids in the hall, never had any kind of oh, cover. No. no, I don't see the kids. I'm not going to. Now, I can't say that expressly because there was eventually. But as a group? Now Magazine ignored the kids in the hall forever. Right. They never, ever, ever wrote about it. And let's be serious. Until you we guys... were like, we were on the, we were in Rolling Stone before they wrote about us. Yeah, right. you're the biggest, like, you're the one of the biggest things to ever come out of Canada, let alone Toronto. But that kind of like died in the wool, ultra leftist world has a really ingrained hatred for comedy. Why is that, though? Because comedy isn't left or right or any of those things. And comedy, activism and comedy are really, I think, very uh, um, uncomfortable bedmates. Well, I think... And they he... shouldn't be together. This they, this has become an... This is supposed to be an arts weekly, but it's become a big activist weekly. Like, it's been all about, uh, about political yeah. things and Rob Ford and all this right. stuff. And it's just like, no, let's support the arts They've in Toronto. They've never supported the, the arts. They've never supported comedy World particularly right. because the, and what we need we need this should always be look at, at the end of the, really Meryl Streep should has no business being on the it's no, very no, weird no it's very weird business. yeah None. Well, well I just I think uh, I think comedy scares a lot of people because it can go left and it can go right. right I mean you know you can get the most left wing thing that could take a, a you know a right sided uh, part of a, a, an agenda and so yeah. those activists are frightened by it right by everybody on both sides of the coin is frightened by comedy and one of the points that Ron makes in his letter is that that, you know, there's barely any coverage for anyone in Toronto, and there's two blurbs about Charlie Sheen, who's not even a comedian. And these are supposed to be, this is supposed to be a magazine that's yeah. for the little guy. Yeah, right. yeah. it is not. Well, it's you never know, been. The, the union busting, you know, the, yeah. the, the, this is, they've never been like that. It's bullshit, really. Right. They don't, I think they maybe maybe review three stand-up comedy shows a year. This Glenn Sumi, I live, I've lived in Toronto for two and a half years. I don't know who he is. I've never right. met him. I've never seen him at a comedy event. I've never, you know, he's never reviewed me. He's never reviewed any of my friends that I know of. And it's just like, it's sad. And it's the same in all of them, though. Like, even in Edmonton, there used to be one called C Weekly. Right. And I tried forever to get on the cover of it. And they would never put, and they finally put one comedian on the cover. But it's like, you know, how, this is why Canada has no star system. Well, That's I, right. I went into iWeekly yeah. once, which is no longer. Of course, now it's the grid. I went to iWeekly once about eight years ago. I was picking up something. Someone called me there. And while I was picking it up in the front, two guys from the back came running forward. Oh, my God, you're Darren Frost. You're fucking hilarious. I go, great. Why don't you write about it? And then they both go, sorry, we're in music. Yeah. I'm like, what, what the fuck does that mean? It's like, isn't this what it's supposed I, to be? And iMagazine was better than now. And the grid I mean, is sure, actually, I like still. the grid. The, uh, but, I mean, it, it, and I'm not going to get all up defending now, but they did do, they have done comedy issues. Sure. They had, yeah, like, yeah. A Sarah Silverman was on the cover of a comedy issue, like, a Sarah few years ago. Canadian comic. Big Canadian, 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 Canadian comic, comic yep. yes. Yep. But, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, like, Kenny Robinson's been on the cover, sure. Jason Rouse and Russell Peters have all been on the cover. But I don't think, I, I, they still don't do enough. No, I mean, the don't. idea that Meryl Streep is on even one cover of Now Magazine is a bad idea. And, uh, but, I mean, you know, they, they could mention, uh, like, McKay Arthur, who was a comic in Toronto, who died this year? Uh, they didn't give one blurb about him, and uh, even uh, Jocko Allison from Montreal, or Eric Tunney. Was, or, Eric Tunney. Or, that they didn't. Uh, they might have been something. But if it, if it wasn't guys like uh, you know Andrew Clark or something like that who yeah. might have done an article on Eric Tunney, but if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't have been anything in Now Magazine. And just even you know, I mean, they have they've gigantic ads for Jim Gaffigan coming and. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's not enough. The only That's time Canadians will Sad. be respected is once they go down to the States, make a big success of themselves, and then suddenly Canada's own, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Or, no. you're, or you're a phenom like Ron James or something like that, and somehow you made it onto on your own. And you have to. But no, now it's never, they've never been a fan. No. They've never been a friend of the comedy community. Yeah, what? Why do? Why do they hate us so much? Why does? What are all these like? They arts? don't like funny people. I really believe that's what it is. It's that activist crowd doesn't like comedy. Yeah. It's well, I know. Uh, I don't know who it is. 
to me, it's it's the one last place that can actually talk about controversial comedy or things that the like. Let's let's be honest. Since you were on the CBC to now, the CBC is milk toast. The fact that you guys got away with what you did back it is then, incredible what we got. Okay, away. what you, you guys got away with you back can't then. Do now what we did. Then. No, it's like you're like the Archie Bunker of Canada, right? What you Weird. guys did right. then, you could never do that show now. I know because someone at CBC would be like, no, people in Saskatchewan don't talk like that. And of course, we all know they do. But of course, that's, they do. But that's the whole point of and what Now Magazine and I is supposed They're to dirty. be. It's supposed to be about finding the next kids in the hall, or you know, the next person that CBC or CTV isn't going to shine their light on. And that's it's very sad. Why do you, why do you, why do you think that is? It's like comedy is not evolving as much as it once was. I mean, it is in some ways, and it's not in others. But it's like, why do you think that is? You could get away with shit that political back then. correctness. I think is I think got a death grip on. Culture. Oh, I hate right. political correctness. Right no, I think oh. it's I think it's at its end stage. I would wish for and that. I would that wish for the end of political correctness over oh. world peace any day. Absolutely. <laughs> if I was running for never if I was right. going right. to run for a beauty pageant and they asked you what do you want most in the world, I'm like to be able to say the things I want to say and not be judged and not be told that it's mean or I'm racist or I'm a bigot or this. I'm just. Uh, it's so you can't say anything anymore without offending somebody and getting in trouble. You my can't. my my thing is I just don't want to be told I'm offensive by someone in a group that I'm not making fun of. If yes. I'm in, if you're in the group, the if you're yeah. in the group, oh. then you can tell me I'm offensive. If you're not, your best friend is gay, your oh, best friend oh. is black. I have no time for I you. I always have. It's always white people that yeah. white guilt is that, the that worst. Right. task for things I've said yes. racist. Well, white guilt is re- it's hilarious. It's very funny, but it is true. If if oh, I'm ever telling a joke. About about I and I have jokes about how I like black guys and Ooh. I'll be in a room with like and I'll say that and it'll be all white people and they'll be like ah. and I'm like what are you applying I'm like shut the fuck up yeah, it's a funny joke and I've done that in a group an entire black comedy show and they loved it and well it's like, but I was, what's funny about that is you hate black people exactly that is so not I'm, true I'm, just, I'm uh, having fun but it's just but you know you, wait wait black. Kathleen loves super black people right. let's be honest yeah super sorry black. Dave super black people yeah. like last night super Ricky black. got a huge laugh by saying that um, Colin Firth was a racist right. now he wouldn't have got that laugh if he said that about a black person That was, that right. was it was funny though. Well, it was funny it, yeah. no, but, but it'd be funnier if he said uh, that about uh, you know a black actor, yeah, but it's well, always like Viola been... Davis. She's a real racist. <laughs> <laughs> she's and, I, and honestly, people, I work with her, and I can say she is. Can I say something that was funny people. about that? Is as soon as they, as soon as they, they did as he did that joke, they she, cut the, to her. They cut to the black table. Oh yeah, from oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course they did. Were they that all sitting at so one table? Funny. Well. They were all in the same movie oh, together. Oh, that's why. Jesus okay, all right. Oh, you know what's weird about white guilt? Because oh, it, it implies that white people think that they're the only racist people, which is racist in itself. Oh, oh no, no. It's like, wait, other people aren't smart enough to be racist. Yeah. It's well, really... it's a little known fact when at the end of the Golden Globes last night, uh, when everyone kind of went out, uh, the people at the help started clearing the tables, which I thought was quite nice. <laughs> Darren. Stop it. They were still in character. They were. Yeah. You got, that movie is brilliant. And I, like, I love the help, but I didn't expect to. I bawled my eyes out. I was watching it on a plane, and I bawled my eyes oh, yeah. out. No. But did you see that? Okay, but, anyway. But what about the artist? Have you seen the artist? I haven't seen the artist yet. Not yet. Oh, I no. loved it. I, I thought that was just funny, too, because didn't uh, America just hate France just 10 years ago, and now yeah, they're giving them all these awards? I know. They, but they don't speak in it, so that's Yeah, that's thing. what I think it is, because like I don't think anyone knew that it yeah. was a French movie. No, and you know, and the very end of the movie is hilarious. There's a really f- subversive joke at the very end. The first time you hear him speak, and you hear and they, you realize why he couldn't have been a movie star, because he speaks in a French accent. And it's oh. like, what a funny joke, because oh, everybody knows the Americans I need to see this movie. The well, that's oh, great. Is it a lot of okay. reading? Mm-hmm. Is it a lot of reading? Yeah. Oh. Is it a lot of reading? <laughs> I just, if I get the book on tape, I don't want a French accent. <laughs> or to be like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, can you tell us, what was your, uh, there once was a girl named Marie, That the poem that you did at the... Oh, there once was a girl named Marie who blow seven biker for free. <laughs> when they were done, there was no more cum. So they gave her their hot stinking pee. <laughs> oh man! There's nowhere to go after that. I that's love it. that. That's the end that's of the my show. Favorite. That's <laughs> the right. end of the show. All right. Uh, we do want to thank Scott Thompson for coming in. It was great that you came by. We really thank appreciate you. it. And uh, please join us every single week. Uh, our Facebook uh, page will be updated, and we're uploading some new episodes onto our iTunes account. And uh, we now have an email address at anything goes at 
SiriusXM.ca. So if you're offended, upset, or want to hear anything we want to talk about, you send it to us and we'll get it on the air. Or follow us on Twitter. Anything goes ha. Huh. That's all I can get. And your Twitter address is Kathleen? Kathleen underscore McGee. She's going to change her middle name to underscore. Tell, so yeah. That's right. I like tweets where uh, people say I have a beautiful shape in my face. Thank oh, you. I do love your – it is classic. And, uh, <laughs> and my Twitter handle is uh, DaveMartinWorld.com, and Darren Frost, yours is? Of course, is Comedy Whore. Oh, that's it? There we go. That's it. Comedy Whore. Scott underscore Thompson. All right. Beautiful. Till next time, thank you. Stay dirty. I smile at